0: So we'll use our friend's example here. He's buying property for six hundred thousand pounds. Three? That one didn't have VAT. another one. That was the one you bought. This is the one you're gonna buy. It's the next one. Okay. So six twenty, and he's gonna pay one hundred twenty thousand pounds for VAT. Everybody agreed? Twenty percent. So seven twenty. Is he paying stamp duty land tax? On this figure here, or this figure here? Total, Total yeah. So if he doesn't pay uh, VAT, is he paying SDLT on 600 or 720? 600. 600 yeah. So the benefit of Togc for you is you save on the, on the SDLT element, yeah. And then you don't have to raise the funds. You don't have to go to HMRC to get the money back because there can be a pain in the side. Do you have a question? Is it three months beforehand? It, they, they should be in the property for three months after you complete. After? Yeah. yeah. That's not, not a rule per se, but you would, there's got to be some level of occupancy. I yeah. think three months is sufficient. Yeah. You pay no VAT, but you have to register for VAT. So going forward, uh, you have your own VAT number, and then you charge the tenant VAT. When you sell the property at some point in the future, you must charge VAT on the disposal, OK? So it doesn't get you out of the scope of VAT. It gets you outside of paying the VAT on the purchase and all the cost associated with it and the STLT. Everybody with me so far? Yeah? Let's say when you dispose the property, can you still treat it with the transfer and ongoing concern with the new? If, yeah. they, if, mm-hmm. if, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. they have a tenant, yeah. yeah. If you have a, have a tenant in there, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Your other option is, if you're going to convert it from commercial to residential, you can do something called a VAT1614D if the seller wants to accept it, which basically is an intention for you to convert from commercial to residential, and if the seller accepts a VAT1614D, you don't pay VAT in the transaction, you pay 600 grand. So what you ought to do when you're looking to buy the property is find out about the VAT situation. When you make the offer, say, I'm going to convert from commercial to residential. Can you accept the VAT 1614D? I'm going to buy your commercial property. I want to enter into a negotiation with you about the capital allowances. So when the heads of terms are drawn up, if you're going through an agent, okay, uh, then those things should be in there so that there's no misunderstanding. Okay, VAT, capital allowances. Everybody with me so far? Clear? Good. Now we're going to talk about our friends, cup lounges here. So cup lounges in very simple terms. In this room here, what do you think are some of the things that may qualify for cup lounges? Radiators, air-con. Radiators. Air-con. aircon, do you want to have a guess? Lights. Lights. Lights, there you go, you've you got <laughs> Machineries. Yeah, plant machinery equipment, yeah, the flooring. Yeah. Anything which you can remove from the property yeah. Which isn't an, an inherent part of the property, which pretty much is anything that's fixed inside any room, yeah. Lifts, stairs, uh, staircases, that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, elevators, escalators, whatever. All the, all the all those things. Fire alarms, smokes, cameras. Well, there's a whole lot of things. Windows are not part of the building. Sorry.
1: Windows are
0: not part of the building. Uh, windows are part of the building. Oh, yeah, okay. they are inherent, inherent part of the building. Yeah, yeah. If you take the windows out, you have a problem. Yeah. Uh, so. Our friend over here had 300 granny capital allowances. What happens is these, these capital allowances have different pools. We're not going to go into the pools, because it gets very complicated. And obviously, you, you'll recall that we spent an hour or so going through that on the two-day course. But depending on which pool your capital allowance falls into, you can, you can claim a certain amount every year. We're going to assume it's the general pool. In the general pool, you can write off 18% every single year. Yeah? Okay, so 18% of this can be written off every single year for cut allowances for the upfront over here. But it gets better because when he buys a property, he's got old cut allowances which are in the building. If he then refurbishes the property, let's say once he's bought it, he decides, like you may do, that you're going to do commercial uh, service accommodation, he spends some more money in the property and, and works out that he spent another 300,000 pounds, which qualifies for capital allowances on the new uh, bit. Yeah, so in total, he's got 600 grand. What our friend here can do is claim the new 300,000 pounds all in one go, and this here at 18%. So, how much profit do you say you're making from 25 grand? Yeah. So he's making 25,000 pounds profit. Let's call it 50 grand. Because you've changed your service accommodation now, okay? So you're making 50 grand. Making 50 grand. In his first year, remember? He's got old capital allowances and new capital allowances. The new capital allowances, he's got 300,000 pounds. He can claim that all in one go. So, not, not 18% under something called the Annual Investment Allowance. That is up to a million pounds in any one year, which ends on the 31st of March, 2023. After that, it it goes down to 200,000 pounds. But even 200,000 pounds is quite significant. So our friend over here, in his accounts, he's made 50 grand profit. On his tax return, he's made 50 grand profit, less 300,000 pounds loss. So he's created a 250 grand loss. He then carries this loss forward for tax purposes only, okay, and then next year makes 50 grand profit, okay. So he's got 200 grand left, 200, so on so forth. It'll take him six years at 50,000 pounds to use up these new capital allowances without paying a single penny in tax. Everybody with me so far? Can you now see the benefit of claiming capital allowances? And remember, he then has after year in year seven onwards. On he's then got 18% at three thousand. So that's going to significantly reduce his tax as well, uh, to probably from 50 grand. I think 18% is going to give us something like 50 odd grand here. So you, he's going to pay no tax in year seven either. So he's going to use. So once he used up 18% of 30,000, whatever's left over. He's got 18% of that, okay? So this will take him about 16 years to use up. Does that, does everybody follow that so far? You bought the property for 600 grand, yeah? You claim 300 grand in capital allowances. Which is items, fixtures, fittings, plant, machinery, equipment in the building, yeah? So the, it's costing you, the building's net costing you 300 grand. Everybody agree with me? Yeah? Okay, so, so that's your net cost because you've claimed this against your profits in the first six years, let's just say, okay? Or however long you do, you, you take okay? uh in profits. Let's say in year 15, you sell the property for a million pounds. Are you going to pay tax on a million less to or the million less to 600 grand or the million less than 300 grand? remember, you've to use up this 300 grand against your profits. Do you want to have a guess? 300. So you're saying million less two hundred. grand? Does anybody think it's 600 grand, by the way? Put your hand up. Have we got a couple of people over there over here. Why do you think it's 600 grand? Because that's the original purchase price. Yeah. Okay see so you've got a double benefit here. Mm-hmm. You're gonna claim the capital allowances, but your purchase price, like our friend just says here, always remains whatever it is for the completion statement. Yeah? So based on whatever the tax rates are, so let's say if you were paying 25% corporation tax, you're gonna save 25% of tax on that, yeah? The physical tax saving, yeah, which is 75000 pounds, but you but even though you use that up, you're still going to use it here again, you have know, further further saving because your purchase price remains the same. Yeah. So it's, you get two for the price of one, basically. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages, Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.